This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. You go low, I'll go high. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Any sports show or hosts can make predictions, but these guys keep a record of theirs. Gentlemen, we are keeping score. Believing in their prognosticating abilities so much. Listen now as Phil, Judd, and Dave write that down. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, gentlemen. It's time for Write That Down Predictions and an accountability session. We're about halfway through the season, and it's possible that I might be joining Miguel Sano in the Write That Down minor leagues if things don't pick up here. It's not going well. You're going to Class A? What would Class A be? I don't know, because I, I suggested... Austin, Minnesota? I suggested Some town Rochester ball previously. Minnesota. <laughs> Live broadcast in the Spam Museum. Oh, man. Oh, Tiger. Yeah, but this hole, first of all, oh, this, this is, is a 250 yard par three. And it's uphill with a back <laughs> pin location. Take a driver. I don't know. He's in the front bunker and he's 10 over par. It's not good. <laughs> and you're going to live and die throughout this entire show. You know what? I'm going to give you a round. tiger. I'm going to give you a tiger prediction before. With this absolutely atrocious round that the man is trying to get through. Okay. This I've is, already got Tiger missing the cut on the books for write that down. This is again why I want to see people go out when when they are a shell of their former self. This is why I don't okay, want to see people stick but around. But he's not a shell of his former self. <laughs> he's, he's a shell he's, of he's who? He's one of the best players in the he's world. A shell the last of who three he months. Was. I'm arguing with this yeah, right now. Why are yeah, you doing just that? Stop. Why are you doing this? I am. This is that's a, like saying this okay, is an advertisement for the Zolgad way of life. That's like saying Quit. LeBron James. Is not quite what he was when he was the greatest player in the world, oh. but he's still one of like the top ten players in the world. Watching Tiger, that's Tiger Woods right now. Watching Tiger Woods has become incredibly difficult and sad. Watching LeBron James is still inspiring. <laughs> you haven't even watched Tiger Woods this year. How about the three tournaments he's almost won so far this year? Watching, I'm going to defend Tiger Woods. Watching right now. him in the majors, your, I want him your, to. I want him to go BS out. Takes. I, I want him to go out. I want him to. Uh, your lazy do, sports take. Do something else. You know what? Come back as a senior golfer when I don't care. I hate it when you guys fight. Come on, let's go. All right. Write this down. Session. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, here we go. Here we go. Love it. So. <laughs> We we have uh, we have no listener predictions off the board, but if you do want to fire away, if you're a listener, you can send us write that down predictions any time of the week. Mackie and Judd at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com. Um, mostly carnage all around here, Judd. We're going to take this one off the board here. You predicted that Bill Belichick's last game as Patriots head coach would be the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, no, that's a, no. We that, gave it throughout the offseason just to see if he'd quit you, before the draft. You didn't have or to quit, but you didn't have to do that. We left but it yes. on the board, so it's wrong. You said LeBron would be named Finals MVP. Dave said that too. That he'd be named Finals MVP. Wish we had known about the hand. It's true. Kind of hurt things. Yep. Yep. Could have grinded through it. Could have scored an extra ten <laughs> points, maybe. Um, should have retired. Just unplugged my headphones. Yeah, you should have quit the final. <laughs> yes, Harrigan, you're coming around. Uh, the the Gophers will score multiple runs on Luke Heimlich in the first inning. Dave predicted that didn't work out. No. And then you said Gopher baseball would go to the College World Series. Yeah. 
They almost won game two. That was definitely swinging super fences right there. I said the Gophers would score at least three runs off Luke Heimlich. The Judd would admit he was wrong about bat and barrel. Ah, you tried. You tried twice. But... I said the Cavs would lose game four by double digits. Hey. All right. Oh, someone got one right. I think the spread was double digits, so someone we'll just get a little, right. little single up the middle there. It's a flare to left. And so the batting averages are as follows. Uh, Dave is still hitting three seventy seven and slugging six twenty three. Healthy. Judd and the listeners are both tied at two seventy six, but you're Ooh. slugging six oh three. The listeners are slugging five seventeen. That's because you swing harder. Yep. And uh, I'm hitting two twenty six with a four nineteen slugging percentage oh on the verge of a demotion to the radio minor leagues. That's where things. Oh, Atana maybe. <laughs> yeah, radio and Atana. Sure they do. And Federated Insurance. Write it down. You like writing Perfect. things down. I think they got the Rock and Roll McDonald's too. Nice. Write this down. Double A probably. All right, fire away. All right, uh, in, in light of the news that we got about Miguel Sano on Thursday, you can write this down. Miguel Sano won't be back with the Twins until after rosters are expanded in September. Whoa! So he will. So I'm gonna. That's I'm gonna say. A, I think that's a home run. If I'm that gonna happens. say he will be back this season, but it will not be until the the uh, call ups in September. So he's not coming back while we have the 25 man rosters. Miguel Sano is going to be gone that long, and if and when he does come back, he will look like a very different person, like he'll, skinnier. He'll be far skinnier. Interesting. He'll I, be in. He'll be in some in a semblance of shape. I don't know. That's a. We'll see. Like I would be surprised if it went that long. I don't um, think you make this move not to make it very seriously. I yeah, I, I don't think this is a two, month. What is that? That's two and a half. Two and a half months. That's a long yeah. time. And is my math right there? It's all of July, all of August, and half of mm-hmm. and half of June. So write it down. You like writing things down? Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Then I almost made that exact same prediction, but hmm. I wasn't so confident, so I held off. I am going to start with the Minnesota Vikings. I think I made this prediction a year or two ago, and it didn't work out. But I'm back to it. Between now and training camp, there will be no Minnesota Vikings arrested. Arrest free until Egan, boys. Then uh, all bets are off. Who knows what happens in season. But over the six-week break, when the coaches worry about it the most, the Vikings will go arrest free. Wow. That would be quite the, quite the accomplishment. How much, uh, what's their batting average for getting arrested in that time period? I don't think it's happened a lot lately, right? It is not. They've gotten rid of the Jerome Simpsons and some yep. of those guys. Who was the guy that put a bag on a family member's head? Was it Darian Scott? Darian Scott did, yeah. A kid's head, right? Was it the kid's head? Well, they got oh home, and it was, he was playing. He said, I'm, I was playing with my kid. I just had a bag on it. Yeah, it's yeah, not good. so funny. I mean, that's <laughs> really that is. type of stuff. It's it's just a laugh riot. Yeah, it's all just giggles. <laughs> Can't you breathe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to go against logic and... and Go with my heart don't here. Do it. Tiger no. will. Tiger will still make the cut. No. Right Why don't you write this down? Right down. Tiger will still make Your the cut. Your friends are trying to save you, and you're it's in top, such denial. It's top sixty in ties, and he's hovering around like seventy fifth or eightieth right now. I think. Your friends are trying so. Maybe hard. Maybe that was before the double bogey. <laughs> We're trying so hard to save well, you, and you're in clowns. such tiger denial. Like Dustin Johnson's going to bogey this hole for sure. So now all these guys are going to be back to minus one. All right. Everyone's going backwards. We can't help Justin you. Thomas Dave, is about to bogey here. Dave, let's just Write stop. Write this down. We can't help him. Tiger, Tiger will Woods. still make the cut. Tiger Woods is right now tied for 104th. Like I said, he's right on the bubble there. Dave, right close let's to give the up. Bubble. We can't help him. The bubble would be at mm, plus six, I believe, right now. Yeah, but I mean, Go these guys all have him. to play in the afternoon. They're all going to shoot 80. That's true. That's true. 
I'm going to let you fail. Write it down. You like writing things down. I can't help you. Is it a home run if I get it? No. I'll stick by it. It's a hard course. It's a double. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Anthony Barr will have five or more sacks in 2018 for your Vikings. And that is notable because if I am not mistaken, I looked this up yesterday. Believe he had pressures last year, but I think he was at one quarterback sack. Ugh. So five or more as his role evolves here and as he gets to uh, rush the quarterback more frequently in 2018 than he did in 2017, five or more sacks for Barr All this right. coming season. Okay, Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Should have got credit for about a dozen sacks just for breaking Rogers' collarbone. That's true. That's worth a lot. Yeah, you should get more points for that. Absolutely. Uh, the links are done losing, boys. They will rattle off their next four victories in a row Whoa. to go over 500, a mark that way they will not dip under for the rest of this season. Okay, so win the next that, four. And that's part of it, too? It can be. Sure. Why not? So it's a parlay. So Lynx will win four in a row to go seven and six and will not dip below 500 for the rest of this season. Correct. Okay. Okay. That's an They're aggressive. They're taking things very seriously now, starting tomorrow night. Dang it. It's back to training camp this week. That's right, I, it was. Can I change my Tiger prediction? He just bogeyed again. No. Sorry, that's a little Tiger late. Woods, I no. meant to say Tiger Woods will make the cut in the next tournament that he plays in after the U.S. Open. No, <laughs> write you can't. Write this down. You <laughs> write it down. You, you like writing things me down? for a win, predicting Tiger would miss the cut last week? Not yet, dude. <laughs> There's still plenty of golf to go here. Plenty of golf to go. All right, write this down. I have a three-game World Cup parlay for you, gentlemen. For, for today, two games today and then one game tomorrow. All right? All right. A three-game World Cup parlay. All right. And these are all, well, these are all relatively close-ish games that they should be. So these are not coin flips, but they're, like there's favorites. Spain, Morocco, and Denmark. Spain, Morocco, and Denmark will all win their first game of the World Cup. Two of those games today, and Denmark plays tomorrow. Little three-game. Wow. Listen, Denmark, rock-solid depth in the midfield. You know, Morocco's got one of the best goaltenders in the world. So is this so is this a double if it's right? What is this? It's a home run, right? It's a three it's gotta be a it, it's gotta be a triple at least. It's a three game parlay. Give me the three again. Spain over Portugal. Okay. Morocco over whoever the hell they're playing. Sure. I, I think it's Iran. And then Denmark is gonna beat some team tomorrow. I mean I'm giving you two non world powers, by the way. All right, okay. All right. Spain is a world yeah. power. Morocco then, then and Denmark I would, then, are not I would, then I would say at least a triple is it's very fair. It's a triple. Fair. It's a triple. That's very Write fair. Write it down. Then. You That's like what writing I was curious things down? About. Write this down. Cool. Sounds good. Back to, back to uh, John here. I will go World Cup as well in my final write that down for this Friday and tell you that Germany is going to repeat. Germany will repeat as champions of the World Cup. They will win a second consecutive title. Okay. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Okay. When Tiger Woods exits the course today after round two, he will give an interview, whether it's in the press tent or to somebody from Fox, whoever it is. First interview he gives after the round to talk about the round, whatever the question is, his response will include the phrase or something very close to it. It was tough out there today, referring to the course, weather conditions, etc. And he will also lament his lack of putting. All that within the very first answer he gives to uh, whatever the first question is. Okay, first answer. Got it. Okay, so whatever the question is, it could be, Tiger, uh, talk about your new restaurant mm-hmm. in it Jupiter. Tough out, tough out it there. was tough out there today, and I wish I could have made a few more putts. Okay, Write um, this down. Great. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, final prediction for the week, and we have a couple listener predictions we'll throw out there too. Nick Gordon 
will get a hit in a major league game before Miguel Sano. Not as bold as Judd's, which is, I think we think Nick Gordon's going to be up before September, but Nick Gordon will get a hit in a major league game before Miguel Sano will. Mm-hmm. Listener predictions, we got two of them this week. One from Tom F., who predicts Joe Maurer will retire after the season. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. And Frank M. predicted this before the tournament started. Before the tournament started, we got this one. Okay. That Ricky Fowler will win the U.S. Open, but it was a two-item parlay. That also included Tiger Woods will finish in the top five. You just want to buzz him now? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. Hey. Nice effort. Nice it's, try. It's verbally binding. It was in an email yeah, before no, the tournament he believed started. In, he believed in that prediction enough, and uh, it's going to be completely wrong. That's yeah. okay. Uh, can, can we add a couple more listener predictions that have come in? Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Let's do it. One that came yesterday. Write it down. You like writing things down. It's always nice when listeners predict injuries because it's really hateful and it's right up Judd's alley, I think. Uh, We had Dan, uh, Dan C., predict uh, Kirk Cousins will tear an ACL by week three. Wow. I saw that. Oh, my God. That's awfully Judd wouldn't even do that. So if he tears it in week four, this doesn't count. Yes, right? by week three okay, is, is by week the claim. Three. Okay. And uh, we just got an email moments ago from Matt D. Joe Maurer will be back on the disabled list before the 4th of July. <laughs> so within a week, for two weeks, basically. <laughs> you, know, sa- you know, sadly, that might not be that. That might be right. Are you calling it a single? <laughs> sadly, he might be right. Well, I mean, you know, those, those concussion symptoms can come back pretty quickly. Yeah. That's sad, but might be true. All right, you can you can email predictions any time a week. Mackie and Judd at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com. Doogie with a scoop in a couple hours. Chris Singleton on the Miguel Sano move from yesterday. Uh, Judd's got a word for Prime Mortgage Lending first. Yes, I, I do. And if you're looking for that mortgage company, I want to suggest my friends at Prime and Kent McCullough. And I want to do it because, as I've been telling you uh, for quite some time now, folks, this isn't about simply selling you on something. This is about the fact that Prime and Kent, they want to earn your trust first. In fact, they would rather earn that trust than sell you a loan. If that sounds too good to be true, it's not, because it means while Prime would love to have you as a client, what they want to do is sit down, meet with you first, explain their plan to you, gain your trust, and then the decision is up to you. That's because this is about two very important things in all walks of life. It's about teamwork. It's about collaboration. That's what Prime is all about. It's what Ken is all about. It's what they believe in. And if you're shopping for a mortgage, you can count on Prime to give you sound advice and straight answers every single time. For instance, Prime wants to take some of that mystery out of the mortgage process for you. Did you know Prime may be able to put together a program that can actually pay your closing costs? Not just include them in the loan, no, but actually pay them for you. The website to go to is goprimewithkent.com. That's goprimewithkent.com. Goprimewithkent, K-E-N-T dot com. More Mackie and Judd after this. Mackie and Judd now continue. Ready to be back in business or what? On 1500 ESPN. All right, let's throw it to Dave Harrigan for a U.S. Open leaderboard update here. Tiger's in the fairway, by the way. He's in the fairway on this next hole. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's, good. it's a good start. Well, got, you you got to have a short memory as a golfer, okay? Got to be careful. And a good back. tough for Tiger, knowing how well he's doing and also know how well Dustin Johnson is doing in his very own grouping, leading the tournament right now. Mm-hmm. DJ, minus two for the tournament, minus one for the day. They are through 11 holes that group of Dustin Johnson, Tiger Woods, and Justin Thomas. Uh, the only two under par right now, still Scott Piercy and Ian Poulter, both yet to tee off today. Even par is Russell Henley, hmm. and that's it. The rest of the field is over par. At one over, you've got Justin Rose, Charlie Hoffman, 
Uh, let's you know, let's find Tiger, shall we? Oh, Justin Thomas, he's the other member of that group. He's yep. four over. Scroll so. down. Keep scrolling Certainly down. Keep mix. scrolling. Yep, go. Yep. yep. Okay, there's Matt Kuchar, Jimmy Wap. No, we're yeah. still going. Keep the start, start, maybe start from the bottom and scroll mm. up. Just yeah. If you do that, see Matthew what happens. Southgate is beating Tiger. Yeah, so Bubba and Phil, they're plus seven. Yeah, still can find Tiger. Hmm. Hmm. Chez Reavy, he's beating Tiger. Ooh, Amateur Tyler Drophacy is also beating Tiger. Bright yeah. future for him. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's one of the best players. Oh, there he is. Of all time. Plus 11. Okay. Plus 11 <laughs> for the tournament, which puts him at three over par for the day. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln. Care to break down the round so far? How was the play? Yeah, it's it's tough out there. I wish he'd make some more putts. We got, <laughs> so we've got rain today, but not as much wind as yesterday. Is that uh, a correct assessment of the course conditions at Shinnecock? Uh, it doesn't look nearly as windy. Uh, in fact, you know, the, looks like the fescue is at a standstill right now. Yesterday it was just like you couldn't even stand up, and now it's windy, and it's also just an impossible course. When you see the best players in the world just scraping by to shoot a, a 74, that's pretty ridiculous. Dustin Johnson's the best player in the world, and even he is just like he's bombed a couple long par putts today. So, wow, are you calling the course unfair? Not even unfair. It's just really hard. Why does it have to be unfair? Like people are complaining about the course. I'm seeing all these golf fanatics. This is well, the open. This is ridiculous. But it's every okay. year the open, or I should say, a lot of years, you get the exact same yeah. complaint. It's not fair to the players. They can't play on this course. No, there was that course. A few years ago, was this a PGA Championship? Maybe the one where Dustin Johnson three putted from like 15 feet on 18, and Jordan Spieth won. That course in Washington. That oh, had Chambers Bay. Chambers was Bay, in yeah, Seattle area. It had yeah, the bumpy, was, open. the bumpy greens, and the, and yeah. they said it was the grain of the greens was just it was just a different type of greens. And Royce, you couldn't stand it and complain the yeah, entire tournament. Yeah, 2015 U.S. Open. Okay, yeah, that now that you could say is unfair because if you hit a putt straight on. And the grains are are making the ball pop in the air. Okay, well, are we golfing? Are we playing plinko or are we putting? Same for everybody. I do not. And that was my argument. And but, all right, everyone has to deal with it for four days. I do not want an open where where the the winning score is like fifteen under par. That's no fun to me. I can get that at the St. Jude tournament. Good pull right there. The same. I can get I that. Just named a tournament. How about the waste management? I can get that anywhere. Yes, I can get that there. <laughs> I want a U.S. Open to be difficult. It's fun that way. If you're 16 under par and you win, guess what? Good for you. But you can go do that in June, July, and August at several courses. Yeah, I'm kind of with you too. I, it's it's always a little bit disappointing when you turn this on or you turn on the British Open and you see that the conditions aren't quite impossible. And these guys are so good. If you give them no wind and you give them you yes. know, wide driving areas. See this, and there's three cuts of rough. So Justin Thomas, I didn't see his first shot. But basically, if you miss the fairway, especially in one of the longer cuts of rough, on these par fours, it's impossible to get your ball on the green. You just, you're just hoping to hit it back out mm-hmm. into a playable area. And now you've got up and down from 150 yards to try and make a par. Where's the fescue? That's my question. What do you mean? Where's the fescue? Well, you got three cuts of rough, but but you got the fescue before the rough, right? <laughs> Didn't we have this entire conversation on the Thursday show? You got the fescue, and then you got the rough. You're really doing a good job in this segment, right? Are now. you asking when do you get to the fescue? No, when I'm is, saying when do you switch saying, from rough to yeah, fescue? Exactly. 
I mean, it's, I'm sure it changes on every hole. Is this a deeper that, question that I'm giving it credit for? Or yes, are, you just I, like not, are you not seeing that there's fescue on the course? No, I'm seeing that there's, but I'm saying what, what's considered the fescue and what and where do the different cuts of what they consider to be rough start? Well, you look see, right you've here, got it's on TV in you've front of you. You've got different cuts of rough, and then you, but you also before that have the fescue. So there's a line where they draw it and they say, oh, no, that's no longer fescue. That's rough. Oh, I see what you're asking. Yeah. You're asking at what length does the grass have to be to be considered fescue? And yes. We should put that in a game show Friday question. Today. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't either. I like the word fescue. It's a great word to use. Rough rough is a generic sort of boring term. Fescue sounds very, oh, it's the fescue. <laughs> the fescue is the type of grass, though. Okay. It's not necessarily the length. It's just the type of grass oh, okay. that then they grow long, I believe. Okay. So it, it borders yeah. it borders on being rough, but yeah. it's not okay. All right. See, Dave Harrigan answered the question for me. There you go. Good job. I'm trying to help. No, you did a very good job. I appreciate yeah. that. See, this love, show answers I love, questions. I love this how Judd show, picked up the volleyball or the beach ball in the middle of the segment to like bump it up in the air and his question was like, Where's the fescue though? This show answers questions. <laughs> this show answers this show answers This show answers the difficult, hard hitting questions that people are afraid to ask on a daily basis, David. Festuca or tuca or fescue is the genus a uh, genus of flowering plants belonging to the grass family, Judd. I don't know if you were aware of that. No, I was I had no yes, idea. They I are evergreen or herbaceous know. perennial tufted grasses with a height range of ten to two hundred centimeters or four to seventy nine inches. Boy. Ooh, there okay. You go. Boy, the more you know. Mm-hmm. That's where Tiger Woods has been most of the tournament then, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's okay. been in the rough. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's been in both. Dave, yeah. what's coming up in stuff you should know about? Uh, we are going to educate you more about other grasses uh, common to North America. Judd will talk golf for the next half hour when we come back. I just answered Mackie the difficult questions. I got them answered. Bill Mackey, Judd Zolgad. If you two are finished comparing sizes. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Stuff You Should Know About is sponsored by KFC. Get the new Crispy Kernel Sandwich from KFC. The new KFC Crispy Kernel $5 fill-up with wedges, cookie, and a drink. This offer is not everywhere and not forever. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Twin City sports fans are chanting for right now. Mackie and Judd continue with stuff you should know about. All right, Phil, what did Tiger just do before we get to Dave? back on track with a par. Back on track with a par. That's awesome. That's what, that's what the big-time golfers do, okay? <laughs> that's wonderful. That's what the clutch golfers do. Dave? Anyway, <laughs> elsewhere in the U.S. Open, <laughs> everyone loves Bryson DeChambeau, right? Oh, well, wait, no. Wouldn't go that far. Pretentious. His name is Bryson DeChambeau. I love his name. Um, He had one of the great quotes yesterday after missing the green, trying to hit into a 25 mile an hour win on, uh, I believe, the 11th hole. He was heard shouting, quote, This is clown golf. What am I supposed to do? Aim for the grandstand? It's 25 mile an hour wins, Bryson. Yes, aim for the grandstand. Okay. I mean, do we have audio of this, or was it just heard by him? It was him? overheard, then tweeted out by Daniel Rappaport. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if, Harper, you're, huh? if you're complaining that much about the conditions, you have no chance to win. I mean, Dustin Johnson is playing in the same conditions, complains zero, and is 200 par. 
And he's just better than Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, it's so. the open. Just shut up and play it. Yep. If you're going to play it, just play it and be quiet. Get some cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. Meanwhile, can you identify this sound? Is that the twins we love dysfunction? <laughs> it's close. I cannot. That was the sound no. of Graham McDowell's ball on a bunker shot in the second hole yesterday. Did you see that one? No. Oh, actually, yes. He hit the flag. Yes. <laughs> that's right. He hit the pin oh, so directly and so squarely that the ball literally went straight back into him in the bunker. Amazing. Oh, yeah, I did see it that. It was amazing. You could yeah. hit it a quarter of an it. inch off and the thing ricochets right or left, but it just... And, and he just laughed. He just, mm-hmm. yes, bellied over or doubled over and just belly laughed. Yeah. Good now, for him. in fairness, like people are saying, oh, he got unlucky at the flag stick. If it didn't hit the flag stick, it would have gone over the green into another bunker. Yeah. It or was about halfway up the yeah, stick where it hit. Yeah. So he kind of got what he deserved by hitting a terrible shot. <laughs> and it just job. happened. It probably landed in the best spot it could, which is back in the same bunker. Woo! Oh. How would you describe the relationship between Dwight Howard and Stan Van Gundy back in the old days? I see it best. Dwight didn't see it that way. He was on the jump yesterday and said, "Yeah, yeah, we certainly had our you know issues, but there was no big deal. Always had a good relationship." And then he decided to throw out his Stan Van Gundy impression. I'll give you all a story <laughs> about Stan. We're in the locker room. You can ask Marcin Gortat. And he's going around everybody. He's saying, like, he's like, scorer, scorer, scorer. He looks at Marcin. He says, well, he thinks he's a scorer. And then Marcin's like, oh, man, oh, he's mad. He's like, you're not a scorer, Marcin. You know, Stan is so funny. Like, he would call me in his office, and he got these little bitty baby feet. He would have his toes out, and they'll be twinkling. So he's like, well, you know, Dwight. You know, I think you need to do more stuff on defense. You haven't been blocking shots lately, and I need you to block three more shots a game. <laughs> I'm like, dang, Stan, it's nine blocks a game. Nobody's ever done that. I don't care. You can do it. You're supposed to be Superman. That's really good. <laughs> You guys remember that awkward press conference where yes. was it where Stan Van was just ripping Dwight Howard and talking about how he was going to be traded or something, and then Dwight Howard shows up. Yes. Hey, everybody! Throws his arm around him. Uh, yeah. Van Gundy, like, for the coach. Takes a drink of his Pepsi. Is yeah. that kind of curled up? I saw they were also discussing that yesterday, and Howard called that the worst day of his basketball life or something like that. He was so embarrassed by what he then learned was happening before he walked in there. That was yeah. a great moment. It really was. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Um, oh, we're just talking about you. Yeah. Well, coach you thinks you suck, but besides that, everything's fine. And thinks you're a cancer to the organization and is demanding that you be traded. But <laughs> other than that... <laughs> Red Sox taking on the Mariners in Seattle. You know about the Mariners and their toasted grasshopper uh, offerings now that they've had a couple years at the concession stand. Very popular, right? When Cilantro lime, I yeah. believe, or mm-hmm. Chipotle, something like that. Anyway, uh, Red Sox broadcaster Jerry Remy decided to try one on air yesterday. I think he's had better things. It's not too bad, is it? How is it? You're are you regretting it? You're regretting it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm going off camera for a minute. <laughs> I thought that stuff was supposed to be outstanding. They were selling out that first year that the M sold those things, and they were all the craze. I, I thought it was supposed to be really good. What happened? I'm adventurous when it comes to food. I don't know, man. Grasshoppers. I try it. There's something weird about looking at a grasshopper and the head's still on, right? Too like you see the head. Oh, that's the whole deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? Have you guys ever done this? I was at a restaurant 
I don't know, I can't remember exactly. It doesn't matter which restaurant, but it was a restaurant that it was fairly classy menu. We're not talking ocean air level prices here, but it was somewhere in there. And they had on their menu, it was it was a fish special of some kind where they bring you out the full no, fish. Uh-uh. Oh, I like that. That no. doesn't bother me a bit. That's good. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I, I am dead serious. I enjoy that. Yes. Were you like the head is still on? I'm fine it. with it. It's, no. it's dead, and they've cooked it. Yeah, of but course. The no. full fish comes Been out. Been there, done that. No problem with it. And there's bones in there, right? Yeah, the bones are a pain, but the head doesn't bug me one bit. That's so gross and disturbing oh. to me. Uh-uh, it doesn't bother Just me. Just lop the head off. watching you as you eat his body. Yeah, well, that's the price he has to pay. <laughs> that's the price he has to pay. <laughs> For being an idiot. That's where he... Bu- Don't they, bite you know the what? worm, stupid. His, his place Natural food, selection. His place in the food chain is well known, so if he has to watch me eat him, too bad. <laughs> so you've, you've partaken in this yes, before. it doesn't bother me at all. Now, the bones do bug me. Especially those little bones... Because you got to pick those things out. That gets well, to be a pain. Aren't they all little bones? It's a fish. It fits no, on a plate. No, there's big bones, too. There's big bones, little bones. There's very little bones. In fact, th- those are, are the ones that people choke on. you got to be very careful I with the small two. bones. you got to no, watch there's out big for bones little bones. Too. Yeah. yeah, there's big. Yeah, it's very dangerous. I had a friend one time. I don't know if it was the full fish presentation, but it was some sort of a fish that you had to. There was, there was a bone in it of some kind of a little rib bone or something. Oh, that's not good. And and he had kind of a tickle in his throat the rest of the day after mm-hmm. eating it. Wound up in the emergency room because it was like cutting his yep. like the tissue of his throat and yeah, he died actually. Yeah. I've got a buddy who refuses to away. eat any meat that comes off of a bone that he sees. He won't eat a wing. He won't what? eat a pork chop with a bone in. If he sees the turkey or chicken carcass, he won't eat it. Okay, but he'll eat will he eat He'll if it's eat? just carved turkey from a deli or something, yes. what's yes. the difference? I don't understand, but he refuses to eat it if he sees the bone. So it's more of a visual thing as opposed to a principal thing. Yes, it's extremely strange. He's it's perfectly r- fine eating any sort of That's meat really as weird. long as he doesn't have to see or that you makes, know, hold, eat it off the bone or anything. That makes no sense to me. I know, it's strange. Those are missing out on, on some great experiences with wings and with ribs, oh, right? Bone and pork chop, does it get any better? Oh. <laughs> getting excited now uh john crock is on the phillies broadcast tom mccarthy does the play-by-play they've also got greg murphy uh he's kind of the sideline reporter jumps in he's always got the mic on and it was getaway day yesterday and crock was getting a little salty remind me after the game to kick murph's ass i I think he deserves it (laughs) i'll remind you you gotta catch me first. <laughs> well, that ain't happening, buddy. <laughs> Give me a two-step head start, and I'll just start walking. <laughs> two-step oh. head start, man. You're pulling away. <laughs> so, crucky has gone from ESPN, right? Yeah, they let got him go. Fired. Yeah, yeah, he got fired. Yeah, I kind of miss John Crook on ESPN. They oh, they cut their baseball crew down quite a bit. It's basically Mark Teixeira, yeah. Chris Singleton on the radio, and he'll join us in an hour. And they have a few other guys, but Dallas Braden is gone from ESPN. He's with Barstool. Uh, yeah, John Cruck. So it's kind of I kind of bare bones. Crucky, uh, I think Crucky is probably much more pleased with this job. It seems to me when when I see him in the booth now, it's never in suits. And as I seem to recall, no. ESPN, you had to wear suits. Crucky now always has the golf shirt on. And I would say Crucky was big at ESPN. I think he's probably put on about 20 more. The nice Phillies golf shirt. Nothing yep. wrong with that. Yeah, I think Crucky's put on a good 20 more. I feel like it's pretty dangerous for John Cruck to be wearing a suit that's a little snug inside a studio where there's a bunch of camera people within Snap it right button right. shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. All right, let's wrap this up talking about New York sports radio. 
Mike Francesa, the sports pope, back to WFAN about a month or two ago, back atop the ratings book, crushing everybody, including the Michael K Show, which is on the rival station, the uh, ESPN station in New York, also carried on TV on the Yes Network. Mm-hmm. Don LaGreca is a part of that Michael K show, and he's seen the reports of how Francesca's back and kicking everybody's butt. You can't beat Mikey the sports pope. And LaGreca decided he had heard enough of it yesterday. I'm tired of this false narrative. You want to listen to Francesca? Go ahead. You want to listen to us? Go ahead. I don't care. I've got the contract. I love the job. I've been here 17 years. I've built a career that I'm very proud of. Let him do what he does. I don't care. But know the facts. Don't let the yo-yos write their own narrative because they got their head up his butt. Learn the facts. Ask us the facts because I'll tell you the facts. He is beating us. But let him know about the Yankee games during the day. Let him know about the streaming. Let him know about the podcast. Let him know that we're killing it on Yes. Doing better than Mike and Chris did. Better than Mike and Chris did on Yes. Those are facts. Print that. Tweet that. I'm tired of the false narrative. I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this. I don't care. I really don't care. It's time for the facts. Oh my gosh! So he's so they get some pod they get podcast downloads. Yeah, Good. yeah, they yeah. do well. They stream. Yeah. We get podcast downloads. Quite a few, quite a few podcast downloads actually. Do you want to go on a rant? I mean, do you like, care? Are about, you talking about the facts? Should, should check the facts. Okay? Do you care? We get we get quite a few podcast downloads. AIM radio is not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound as crystal clear as a stream on the fifteen hundred ESPN mobile app, which Brand doesn't count new. in the radio are you ratings. Get okay. Up? Are you going to get okay. a little more worked why up than you, that? Why don't you tell them about the football team that that takes some games up on a weekend, huh? Yeah. Why don't you Keep going. So, so and tell them about the Thursday the night and then Monday <laughs> once in a while. Let's tell them about the, the, the hockey right. team. <gasps> that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah. Yep. No. Anyway. <laughs> Probably get in tr- you're going to get in trouble for this. You don't care. It's okay. Yeah. Why don't you come at me, bosses? Did you say downloads? Right. Suspend me if you want to. Yeah. Whip hey. And maybe maybe Monday they'll suspend me and I can go golfing Golf, at yep. 3 a.m. With the PD. Yeah, well, so you two can talk yeah. through all the problems <laughs> while Dave and I work here with Matthew. I, I would actually like to get suspended to do that, too. You're bitter. Oh, Is well, there an opening in the force? You're, you're so bitter I'll about let, this. I'll let you know if there's an opening. All right. Harrigan's really not happy about this. Isn't it funny, though, that like, Judd's never even considered for golf because he hasn't, he hasn't I'm golf good or anything that. like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm good with that. And rather than like Judd saying, you know what, I'm not a golfer, but why, why don't you consider Harrigan for a spot like this in a foursome? He, he's not considered no, wait, at all. Wait, wait, Were you asked? No, no. He feels lying. The discussion was this. The program director came in the studio early this week or late last week and said, I'd I'm ask thinking, you, Judd, but you probably no, wouldn't have no, any interest. He, he is immediate, his immediate, both his immediate sentence was, I'm thinking about taking you off the show, Phil, a week from Monday so we can go golfing at this event. Yeah, because there's going to be a huge announcement No, I'm not, on but I'm not complaining, but I'm saying I don't I'm want I'm not as a journalist, quite frankly. I didn't bury you at all, David. I was not asked, and I wow. said I have no problem with not being asked. I mean, either you one of you... were never consulted either, either. one of you could have said, hey, let's bring Dave, too. I'm sure he'd have a great time. Was, he hasn't even got the clubs out of the basement. Oh, I said that. So I, I, I said that. Yeah, Jud, but Judd said, no, you don't want to bring Dave. Yeah, Dave needs to work on Monday. I'm I, betting you didn't say that, Phil. No, I'm didn't. certain Judd didn't say I, that. Let's go, let's go listen to the tape. Like, I didn't say let's that. Let's go listen to the tape. I didn't say that, neither did you. 
Well, this was someone recording the conversation. And now Harry is very bitter. you can never prove that I didn't say and that. now Dave's very bitter about this <laughs> it's entire just thing. It's always wonderful to know how you two have my back, not even one iota. Not even just the littlest bit. I don't even think about you, though. You just, you know, throw me a bone. Just a little fish bone. I That's all I ask. I think about you. I mean, I got other stuff to worry about. Like I what? Got, like what do you have to worry like about? Like what? Where, what part of the couch you're going to be on all weekend? Dawn. How you can avoid going outside when it's 80 degrees and sunny like today? You should have seen the amount of yard work I did yesterday. I got up on a ladder, cleaned <laughs> the gutters. Cleaned the gutters. I then mowed. Was there still fall leaves in the gutters? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I, I don't want to talk about the fact that there were trees growing from my gutters. I then mowed, I then mowed the lawn. I then picked weeds from in front of the house. And the side. Whoa. I then, I then swept. You swept? I swept because wow. I realized we're the only house with those damn helicopter things that fall still left in front of our house. So I swept them up. Wow. Okay. So yeah. let's not, the Judd was very active on Thursday. Yeah. You've earned a month off for sure. And my hamstrings hurt. Weed picking makes my hamstrings hurt. Cause Are you sure they don't still hurt from the jump shots you took on camera a few weeks ago? I put no effort into that. Oh. I actually have to bend down because I threw the ball up. It, it doesn't hurt. But in picking weeds, it's a pain because you got to bend down so much. And my hamstrings are now barking today because of this. You are so out of shape. How do you feel about yourself right now after what just happened in the last three minutes on this show? You should see the front of my house. It looks it bleeping does. gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, we have, you know, this. It's not often we get major breaking reckless speculation <laughs> additions to the hot sheet, but we have. There is a doozy of a wolves article that came out. I think we should do that at the top of the hour here. I think we need to let's let's make sure we're reading all this correctly here. Get questions maybe after that. Um, okay. We'll get to questions. Chris right. Singleton, Doogie with a scoop, Mackie and Judd, TCL Broadcast Studios. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. The decline of moral and ethical integrity. Let's hear it. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. 1500 ESPN has your san- uh, chance to see Tag in theaters for one month every year. Five highly competitive friends hit the ground running in a no-holds-barred game of Tag they've been playing since the first grade. This year, the game coincides with the wedding of the only undefeated player. Hopefully making him an easy target, but he knows they're coming, and he's ready. Tag in theaters now. You can win your passes to see it on the 1500 ESPN stream player. I want to mock! Mock! I want to mock! Mock! Gentlemen, we are a week away, less than a week away now, from the NBA draft, the National Basketball Association entry draft, where the Timberwolves pick 20th. How low is that for them? Wow. So thir- next Thursday night? I think it's next is Thursday right? night. Yeah. Okay. Usually right. on Thursday I've night. Lost track. Right here on 1500 ESPN. And there's all kinds of mock drafts out there. In fact, there's there's all kinds of heavy hitters. ESPN.com has one. CBS Sports has one. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, there's all the heavy hitters come out for the NBA mock draft, including sportsblog.com. 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 That's right. Sportsblog.com. And someone named Fuller Metrics. Fuller. Samuel Fuller's. Fuller Metrics. Oh, wow. Has an NBA mock draft. We'll just go down the list here. I'm not going to do the whole thing, but we'll pick out some highlights. Because I I won't know most of the names if you do the whole thing. Number one overall to the Phoenix Suns, the stud big man from Arizona, DeAndre Ayton. 
Number two to the Sacramento Kings, Marvin Bagley III. Oh, yeah. The big man from Duke. Yes. The Hawks at three, taking the big guy from Texas, Mo Bamba. Might be the, more, the, the most fun name in the draft, Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Jaron Jackson from Michigan State going fifth to the Mavericks. Trey Young, point guard from Oklahoma, going sixth to the Magic. I don't see any Gophers players on here. Miles Bridges. <laughs> Miles Bridges. That was a funny one, Phil. To the Knicks. Yeah, no Nate Mason yet. Yeah. Uh, Bridges from Villanova to the Cavs. I skipped that one at uh, at number eight. All right, let's get right to business here. At number twenty overall, according to SportsBlog.com. 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 The Minnesota Timberwolves select small forward from Maryland, and I don't know the pronunciation of his last name, even though he's in the conference that we watch on a regular basis. Kevin Herter. I want to mock. Mock. I want to mock. Mock. Uh, this dude, as a small forward the last two years at Maryland, he upped his shooting percentage to 50% from the field last year. Uh, shot 42% from three-point range. 18, let's see here, 15 points. A handful of rebounds, a handful of assists, six foot seven. So this could be a dude who stretches the floor and sure and takes sure the spot of Bielitsa. Not to play if he gets drafted by the Wolves. Right, he'll play a lot in the G League. Yeah, he'll exactly be in Iowa. But that's not all. I want to mock. mock. I want to mock. mock. Dave Harrigan has found an NBA mock draft as well. From my favorite mocking site, personally. DraftUtopia.com DraftUtopia.com The Utopia of Sports That's right And uh, this is our guy who now follows us on Twitter, right? That's correct And works where? Uh, Panera Panera. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Chris Ransom he Chris Ransom He's a sandwich artist S- Salad and soup combo soup So good right Oh yeah there. Oh, that, that mm. summer salad they've got going had it a couple days ago. Get that nice baguette with the soup too. Yeah, well, yeah, and I got the the baguette with the with the salad, but then I got the I think it was the black bean soup, and so I'm like, should I get two baguettes or should I get an apple? No, you or go chips? two baguettes. I made the mistake. Yeah. I got the apple. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, I didn't know what to do. Chris well, Ransom didn't tell me. He wasn't Chris there. Ransom runs the deal, but this is actually created by Brian Bayless. Okay. Brian Bayless. I'm not sure if he's related to Skip, but I do know he is an associate of yeah. Chris Ransom, so that works for me. Does he do trades at all, or is it just straight up? Uh, it appears to be straight up. Because uh, I would think if seen. you're planning on trading up the number one overall pick, it would cost you a ransom. Oh! I want a mock! Mock! No? Okay. No, oh, okay. No, right, not, no, not even close. Thanks, though. <laughs> Number one. I'm really excited to hear this. Yeah. Phoenix Suns, DeAndre yeah. Ayton. Number two, Marvin Bagley III goes to Sacramento. A lot of these same names. You got Jaron Jackson, number three to the Hawks. Luka Doncic from Real Madrid. Hoop uh, going to the Grizzlies. Mo Bamba, you mentioned him. He goes fifth to the Mavericks. Number six, you got Trey Young. He's going to... Uh, uh, who was the sixth pick? The Orlando Magic. Let's let's go down to the Wolves, shall we? At sure, number twenty, shooting guard out of Georgia Tech, Josh Okogi. I want to mock. mock. I want to mock. mock. Minnesota gets a shooting guard for depth here. Okogi or Okogi is someone who worked out with Minnesota. 
the Timberwolves need a plan B in case Jimmy Butler gets injured again. Oh, so I guess and step when he leaves. right in for uh, yeah. Jimmy Buck. Because Tibbs, Tibbs loves to play those young players that he drafts. He loves to put them right in there. Justin Patton got one game last year. Josh, fill yeah. it for Jimmy. Josh, 48 minutes. Uh, this dude averaged 18 points, six rebounds, a couple assists, and shot 38% from three-point range at Georgia Tech. Was more of a volume scorer in college. Sounds like a stud to me. And he'll be great in the G League again. (laughs) He's going to tear it up at Des Moines. Exactly. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, Doogie's going to join us in about an hour and a half for a scoop session here on a Friday. Chris Singleton at 1130. He's uh, in transit for Sunday Night Baseball, but he's got thoughts on the Miguel Sano demotion from yesterday. We'll dive into Buster Olney's plan for how to fix pace of play in baseball because he's got thoughts on that too. When we come back, though, we just saw this story come across Sometime during the show this morning, interesting reports from Sporting News about the Minnesota Timberwolves, the locker room dynamic, and the dynamic between players and coaches. Potentially reckless speculation right here. We'll dive into some reckless speculation, Wolves-related, when we come back to the TCL Broadcast Studios. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.